Ron, that's what I was doing to myself a little bit. <laughs> Talking about Chris Walken wearing no pants and confidence. You know, you have to be confident to walk on a set without without pants. I do Mr. it at least once every film. It's the movie toasty show here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah. 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 That's how you Mr. Respect. Walken, welcome to Thank episode movie toast 121 Adam. of Movie Toast News and Reviews. How's it going, sir? Are you naked right now? Wouldn't you like to know, you pervert? Well, that's why I asked. <laughs> Keep him guessing. Uh, Let him. That's imagine. the way to do it. Is that how you have such a long and prosperous uh, career? You know, every everyone has their secrets. This is mine. I like to work half, half, just... half naked. You just never know how half the naked is. I mean, people on set would know, wouldn't they? I make them sign NDAs. I sue the balls off. <laughs> Literally. That's suiting. It's a line. Balls are off. It's a line in the NDA. If you're male, we chop them off. Now, what, what if you're not a male? You're lucky. It's the threat. You get the idea. It's extreme. I but get you don't mad. Think they go home and tell their their families, significant nah, others, pets. It's never. Oh, Chris Walken came in wearing no pants today again. What's oh, going no, on with this guy? No. Is he senile? Mr. Adam, no, no, it never, it never happens. No, it's a threat. I mean, I bet it's, uh, it's a threat. I bet your old buddy um, Dana Carvey probably uh, went home and told his people, his wife. Funny enough, that's where I learned it from. <laughs> Mr. Carvey. As much as I didn't like the smell, I enjoyed the breeze. He taught okay. me one thing. No pants are the best pants. Now, what about like a robe? Do you put a robe on or no? Would you get out? Jesus. God. Oh, God. This asshole just always wanders. All right, sorry. No, I chased him off. I sorry, folks. I I know we want to get to movie toast. I excuse me, please. I left the door open again. Christopher Walken just you wandered son of a bitch. right into you know my he's apartment. He's walking around the valley, Dennis. Yeah. He, he knows where you live. He's he has got a nothing better to do. Somehow, I know he climbs he it probably. He's, he's, his his clothes were a little torn up, so I think he hopped the fence. Oh boy! Sprightly, sprightly well, you're lucky lad. he was wearing those. I mean, apparently he doesn't wear wear pants on set often. Well, for what? Uh, well, at least it. I'm glad we're not on set because it sounds like yeah. uh, that seems to be the stipulation. He he wasn't at work, think, so he's not in that headspace. Now, 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 I think you were on set this week. You said you had a, a unique that story of something happening. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah, it was it was it was something a little interesting. Um, uh, this last week, I was working on a uh, toy commercial out on a ranch out in Thousand Oaks. And uh, <laughs> so we're, we're dad, 
on the shooting on the side of this hill at sunset and we're hurrying through these last few shots while we saw sunlight and it's like the last hour we can have this kid on set so we're, we're trying to hammer through as fast as we can and then of course in the background this bobcat comes running out of the bushes trying to catch some birds and the ad's just panicking you just see this look on his face like shit we gotta get we gotta get this shot and he just turns and he just fucking books it he just sprints towards the bobcat and you just see this look on this bobcat's face just like really all right, I, I guess, and it like it like hops back in the bush, and then you don't see any other bushes move, so it totally is just like chilling right there. Jesus, so, he's like he faced down this bobcat, chased it off, and he runs back to I'm set. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, but a Whoa. show a commercial is not worth your life. Come on, people. No, I no. mean, hey, good for you. You got your hopefully your day in on time. Too. I heard. Oh, we got uh, it on time, uh, and we got to hear him tell the story about eight times after that. So that was. I that bet was I got funny. each time too. Oh, the cat got bigger. <laughs> he was closer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh no, it's it was funny. I just I thought it was a an interesting that's, that's experience. Yeah. I'd be, yeah, I, I'd be like, uh, I think I got to go now. Sorry, there's a bobcat just waiting to pounce at me. Right, yeah. Nope, no no, amount of Nerf gun darts are going to put that thing down, so we'll just uh, nah. mosey on out of here. Yeah. And moseying we're doing today, Dennis. Uh, we, we, got, we got a lot to talk about. Well, I got a lot to talk about, and you got a lot of listening to me mumble for a bit, so I do apologize. I'm excited to hear for the mumbles, sir. I want to. I want. I'm here to enjoy all the crumbly little bits of movie toast mumblage. I don't know. That's not a hype. It's not a hype. I am hyped, but I'm excited. Well, let me let me so. let me tell you. I haven't told you. Three of my movies I just uh, are, are straight from the Sundance Film Festival. Oh shit! It's nice. online this year, so I got three in. So I'm I'm, I'm pumped to talk about three Badass. movies that aren't even out yet. Yeah. Um, Exclusive, but folks. first I. I I think we gotta we gotta get a little poll action. I think. Ooh, work it. Polls. Polls. All right, you know that jingle, folks. It means it's time to ask questions to our fellow Twitter friends over at movie underscore toast. Um, I reviewed this movie, the three five five with a bunch of badass ladies kicking ass. And I wanted to know who the most badass actor was out of Jessica Chastain, Lupita Nyong'o, Diane Kruger and Penelope Cruz. And, uh, the people oh. have spoken Dennis. Dang. That's a tight race, man. Yeah. Oh, Shit. it was a tight, tight vote. Out with, uh, what's so, the spread uh, like? Yeah. Either the three uh, three of the actresses got love, and one of the actresses got snubbed. Oh, it no. was a it was a thirty three thirty three thirty three, and oh, uh, okay. Sadly, uh, Lapita got zero, and oh. she would have got mine. I think I like little Lapita. Oh hell yeah! So yeah, uh, shit happens. Too, I guess that's too bad. Yeah, no, I was gonna say that's that actually is a good spread of like. A bunch of badass ladies, so I'm surprised yeah, one didn't yeah. get any attention at all. That's a bummer. Right? Um, and then uh, last week they uh, premiered the uh, Moon Knight trailer. Did you check that out yet? Or? That I did, sir. I, I oh, man. think that thing looks pretty sick. Uh, I'm ecstatic about this, man. So I wanted to know if uh, the cats out there on Twitter were excited and they were going to sit their ass down and stream it on the 30th. Uh, 
And I think you might know the way the votes go out of yes, maybe, and no. Oh, come on. The, the folks are hyped. Get, get Oscar Isaac back on the Disney Disney train. Oh, hell yeah. 100% already, man. And I oh, can't yeah. wait to talk. I'm pissed that we got to wait a fucking another month to talk about it. But uh, I'm, I can't wait. That looks pretty badass. It'll, it'll be here before you know it, just as all of the other shows have been. True. And, uh, you know, by the time we wrap up Boba Fett, I think we're going to be there. So it'll think it'll be perfect timing. Well, yeah, we do have three episodes left, so I guess that makes sense. Uh, and uh, speaking of the MCU, last week you reviewed The Eternals, and uh, I think you and I both kind of weren't fans of it, so I wanted to yeah. go to the audience and see if uh, if if our uh, Twitter followers were fans. Uh, yes, no. Well, and, I, uh, I, I feel like it's going to lean towards the no. That's my guess. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. Sixty-four uh, percent say yes, oh. and we're in the minority here, Dennis, with the thirty-six no. Well, yeah, I'll stand by my my opinion. Like, I, you know, it's yeah, whatever. It's not a bad Everyone's movie. Entitled. It just didn't knock my knock my boots off. All right. Yeah. And uh, hey, guess what? When you get lower expectations in that realm, there's only uh, hopefully one way to go, which is up. Scoring and uh, we'll find out higher I guess. and higher. <laughs> <laughs> One can help at least. I mean, I just feel like following uh, following Shang Chi. I'm like, I thought I, I want. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to go on that rant. Sorry. <laughs> um, where we at with the um, with the, with the trivia? I think I think I'm ahead. Dude, I, I, you I, are I, ahead. You've got a pretty solid lead. It is ten to eight, folks, in the movie toes trivia arena. Adam is ahead by two rounds. We'll see if I can try to scrape together a win so I can only be trailing by one. We're just going to have to find out. Adam, are you fucking ready? Oh, dude, I'm so ready for it. You can't even stop me from being ready. Uh, Could I get a uh, comedy animation question, please? Let's start it off with a classic. Ooh, shit. Speaking of classic, this is super classic. What 30s comedy stars Catherine Hepburn, Cary Grant, and... A leopard. Yikes. I think I think you probably might know this answer, and uh, I should, but guess what? I don't, so I'm just going to... It's a comedy, because clearly that's not a cartoon. Uh, I, I don't know why I'm meandering here. I'm just trying to think if I know any like of those two people's movies. Uh, first, I was going to say Some Like It Hot, but I'm like, no, that's not right. Um, I don't think either. I'm going to... I... I, 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 I <laughs> <laughs> see and that's why that's why i have nothing uh i i don't i don't have the answer please give me the burr incorrect bell ring whatever the fuck it's called. the title of the film is bringing up baby so you might have heard oh, the name she of the plays title baby. but it is not yeah unfortunately that is a that is a miss um sir fuck a duck you know what i think i'll follow suit i'll just take the same uh same subject comedy animation all right this one's this one's a classic in my opinion, Dennis. In Monsters Incorporated, <laughs> what powers Monstropolis? Screams. Screams. In the beginning. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm gonna give it to you. But they're looking for a little more specific screams of human children. But oh. I mean screams is what it is. So. Okay. All yeah, right. I'll give All it right. to you. I'll right. ring the bell. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, I'll go down the uh, the card here. I'll go to action adventure, please. All right. Uh, I think I think you got this one locked in, sir. Who plays we'll Bill 
in Kill Bill Volume 1 and Volume 2. Oh, that is Mr. David Carradine. Ring-a-ding-ding. Give him the bell. Which, He's got it. I don't know why it baffles me thinking that the dad from Lizzie McGuire is his brother. It, it always gets me. They look nothing alike. Oh, like, right. That guy's like an old man. That guy's... It, I don't know. I'm, I'm always impressed. And then is it... There's a Western that uh, that two or three of the Carradines are in together. I can't think of the title of it. I would it not be there. shocked at all. But uh, yeah, yeah. Any what a family. Anywho, well, all right. You got you got your your point, sir. Um, I'm just going to keep the journey the down the card. Uh, well, we're tied. We're tied. Well, I mean, you got one, a question one. coming up that um. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I'll take the I'll take the drama musical though. If uh, we'll see if I take it. Okay, all right. Maybe. Cool. Maybe. All right. Um, what macabre game is featured in The Deer Hunter? I think you got this. Oh, Russian roulette. God. That would be correct. Brutal. I've never even seen the movie, and I know that's the answer. Right. It was funny if you try watching the movie. It's a lot further in than you think that scene is it, it takes huh. a long time to get there kind of like us getting to reviews <laughs> oh not every week not every week just <laughs> no no most weeks, just most weeks. um i'll t- i'll take uh <laughs> i'll take a drama musical all right dude drama musical daniel day lewis plays an american president in what spielberg movie oh dude that's so simple that's a uh, see. I wanted to come up with a cool name, but then I'm like, that name's not a president. That name's not a president. Why don't I know my presidents? Uh, <laughs> it's in uh, Clinton, the true White House blowjob story. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Lincoln. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln is correct. That is. I mm, see. I wish yeah. I was sarcastic and just said, nope, it was E.T. Uh, but no, uh, you are <laughs> correct, sir. Lincoln. Yeah. I couldn't even come up with a good title either. I'm just like Bill Clinton. Mm, I'm real. Uh, what can I? What can I do you I for, like sir? McDonald's. Um, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, let's just keep on rattling down the list, buddy. Drama musical. All right, all right, all right. Another drama musical, eh? Or, oh oh shit! Oh, my bad, my no, bad. No, no, no. I mean, I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to sweep all the way down. Let's hit horror sci-fi. My my I mistake. Mean, I mean, you did did skip action adventure, but what I did. Ifs? I'm not gonna. Oh well, not. then I want to. I want to do this whole. I okay. I'm, I want to. I want to do this whole card. So let's do that then. All right, let's do that. I mean, I have confidence he'll probably get both of these. Uh, so yeah, all right. So if we stick with action adventure, in Olympus has fallen. Fallen? I don't know what I said. Showing. In Olympus has fallen. Terrorists take over what landmark? The White House. Oh, ring that bell. That bang, is bang, correct. Bang. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. Gerard's just probably right. all over that place. Um, now they, I think there's three movies in that series, and I want to be shocked if a fourth comes soon. I, you just don't hold your breath. It'll, or do. It's it's I'm sure right around the corner, <laughs> right around the corner. Wouldn't be surprised. Uh, maybe after Moonfall. Um, all right, so I'm gonna I'm Moon gonna has card fallen here. into the earth. <laughs> Dread Butler's gonna I catch actually, it. I'm I'm ready for it, man. I'm ready for it. No, I don't know why. He's gonna punch no the moon, and then he's gonna have to orbit the Earth in order to give us tides, because the Ooh. sheer gravitational pull of. Gerard Butler's just 
machismo is just gonna be enough mm. to give us the tides here on the surface of Earth. As it should be. He should be put to work in such a fashion. Glorious manner, yeah. I think so, too. I think so, too. <laughs> uh, I'll go with Horace Fi, please. All right. Seeing as you actually can remember things and do the card in order, like I, I am somehow unable to. I mean, um, it's easy for me to like look at a card and do that. That oh, read words. Oops, I skip that one. Yeah. I mean, it happens when you're in the winning seat like you are currently, Dennis. Get, it's easy to you get, get cocky, get a little ahead of yourself. It, yeah, yeah, it happens. It happens. I try. That's not why to let I never get cocky, Dennis. I always, I always stay on ice. That's why you man. win. I got to be cool like Vanilla Ice, ice. Man over here. Yeah. Val Kilmer, flying, flying jets. Yeah. Uh, Doesn't he die or is that goose? I don't fucking. That's know. goose. No, Val Kilmer is okay, very see. much alive by see. the end of that. Right. Um, but he's just not going to be in the new movie, so fuck him. But this horror Probably. sci-fi question over here is 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 going to be the next... I don't know, sorry. Oh, that yeah? was a terrible transition. I, that was a pile of shit. It's cool. But I got a question Miles, for you. Miles uh, Teller. That, okay, what's correct, that? Correct, though. Um, is he in a horror movie? I can't even think of a horror movie. Either. He has to be in one. <laughs> There's a lot of bad movies. I mean, Fantastic Four, is that a horror movie? I don't know. Um, who directed Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream, and The oh, Hills Have even. Eyes? You are correct, sir. That, Didn't even need to which, finish the list. Which is interesting. You just did I that. mean, I uh, yeah. I literally put out a uh, a poll on this this week to see who uh, people's favorite franchise nice. was out of uh, the craves. Well, there you go. So yeah, all those movies were on there. So it was destiny, sir. Nice. It just lined up that way. It was. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Dennis, uh, <laughs> if you're going to card, I assume you'll want a horror sci-fi, right? <laughs> or you want to you want to jump to the back Lay of the card and get a comedy captain? All right. What is the crew aboard the USS Enterprise searching for in the third Star Trek movie? And I'm talking about that movie's... So, I can't tell you because the, the, what they're looking for is in the title, so I can't tell you. Oh, fuck. But I'll say it's in Star Trek 3. Uh, what are they searching? Uh, Spock. Yes, that is correct. Search for Spock? Dennis, you got four. Yes, Let yes. Star Trek 3, the search for Spock. Not the speck, Damn. the Spock. Um, <laughs> the speck of Spock. The speck of the Spock. All right. Left on your cheek. So I think you're. it's a four to three. You're four it on is, three. You, uh, that, that is correct, sir. You got it. Uh, what would you like right. for your next question? I'm going to take... I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take another shot at, at a comedy animation because I felt like I really floundered the last time, and I want to make up for that. Okay, um, I think you're gonna be able to. Shit, this is the very next one, sir. What distracts the dogs in Pixar's Up? Ooh, I've only seen this twice. John Goodman is correct. Um, no, <laughs> uh, there's dogs. Um, I feel like it's like peacocks or balloons or peacock balloons. Um, what? wow, bones. I think is it bones? No, nope. Ah. So this is like the final showdown, the evil dogs, and just like oh, whoa, blah, 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 blah. ah, God, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm just, I'll just say, it. I'll just say, fucking bones, flounder again. Now. Ouch, man, oh, incorrect, oh sir. Yeah, <laughs> squirrel. Squirrel. Fuck. Squirrel. I knew it was something. Gosh darn it. Yeah. And once again, people, damn. there are animated uh, short films of uh, 
of that dog and uh, and the owner uh, over on Disney Plus. I checked out a few a while back, and they were pretty delightful. So nice. if you like that film, check out the continuation <laughs> of those two and their story. Um, Stennis, uh, what 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 would you like to wrap this up? I feel like uh, all four cards, uh, all four questions on this card, you could get an answer right uh, without um, even trying. Let's go for horror sci-fi. I feel like I'm a it's usually a safer corner for me, but it has also done me wrong okay. many times. Dennis, last year I reviewed a franchise that was uh, near and dear to both of us. Uh, and this has to do with it. This is a true or false? Excuse me. The uh, Fast and Furious, I'm sorry, um, I mean, the Saw Horror franchise has grossed over $1 billion. True or false? Ooh, the whole series. That's seven yeah. films now? Eight. Eight, uh, if you include Spiral. It's. I believe. Yeah, that's the book of Saw, I guess. I don't know. I watched them all. I'm not keeping track. I yeah. think it's somewhere in that yeah, zone. I, could, I think I could see that. All of them added together okay. internationally. Wait, international gross? Sure. It doesn't Fuck. say, Dennis. It just says gross. Ah, okay. Well, yeah. Yes. True. Okay. True. That is a double bell for you. That is correct, bang, bang. sir. Congratulations, you, you got this week. All right, finally. I, I don't want to get more than two away from you by the time we hit the end of this deck. We'll we'll see how it lands. I mean... I feel better. All, you know what I noticed when I was reading the cards? You know that there's there's uh, numbers at the bottom of the cards? And the front and the back are different colored? Like, how do I not oh, know these yeah. things? Shit, look at that. We can't actually coordinate yeah. and organize. We should try it sometime. Too bad. This is what you get, folks. Yeah, ah! Too much work. Okay. <laughs> Oh boy, Dennis, do you mind if I if I walk through another franchise with you, Dennis? Yeah, with my first review. You know, Adam. As long as it's a salty shanty, I think I'll allow <laughs> such a tale. All right, Dennis, I'm talking. Look who's talking. That franchise. Oh Dennis. shit! Bring it on, Travolta. It's pretty salty because a dog talks. Uh, no, no, yeah, you you tipped the hat earlier, right there. <laughs> I watched all five of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, and I'm going to tell you about each and every one because I got no life going on right now. Um, so as you know, uh, the first in the series is Pirates of the Caribbean: The Curse of the Black Pearl. You don't know what this is. Do you? Aztec gold. The heathen gods placed upon the gold a terrible curse. Ten years we've searched. Every last piece we have found. Save for this. Hello, Bobby. They've taken Elizabeth. Welcome aboard the Black Pearl. We must save her. Where do we start? Jack Sparrow. He talked about the Black Pearl. Make a deal with him. He can lead us to it. You forget your place. You are a blacksmith. If you spring me from this cell, I shall take you to the Black Pearl and your bonny lass. You're a pirate. Forgot one very important thing, mate. I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. Not sure I deserve it. You're not facing normal pirates. Cruel, demented, vicious pirates, to be certain. Say goodbye! Goodbye. But cruel, demented, vicious pirates who cannot be killed. The moonlight shows us for what we really are. That's interesting. We are cursed men. I hardly believe in ghost stories anymore. 
You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Jets, you all remember Captain Jack Sparrow. That's where we meet our ragtag team of Jack Sparrow, Jack? Barboza, Will Turner, and Elizabeth Swan. And uh, this one, uh, of course, uh, Elizabeth Swan is kidnapped by uh, by some pirates, and uh, it's uh, it's time for uh, uh, Swashbuckler Jack Sparrow and uh, Will Turner. Both guys want a boner to try to save her, and guess what, Dennis? They save her. All right, then we're moving on to Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Boner, find oh, out man. in the next installment. <laughs> oh, there's there's some saucy uh, stuff happening in this next oh. one here. What is it that has Jack spooked? How much do you know about Davy Jones? You owe me your soul, and it's time to pay up. <laughs> if there was anything could be done. Well, there is a chest. The dead man's chest. To find it, you must sail to the end of the earth and beyond. We have our heading. Captain Sparrow! Elizabeth. You know, these clothes do not flatter you at all. It should be a dress or nothing. I happen to have no dress in my cabin. We're looking for this. The chest of Davy Jones. What is in the chest? when you have the chance to do the right thing. I love those moments. I like to wave at them as they pass by. So th- this one, the next one takes place three years later with Dead Man's Chest. Uh, uh, at this point, um, Jack is uh, wanted by Davy Jones, the giant squid. Uh, and uh, Jack has to find the heart of Davy Jones before uh, that happens, because if not, he's going to be enslaved into work on his boat. And uh, yeah, that, that's that's a lot of that one. <laughs> and, uh, of course, we got everyone back for that. Uh, then we got at World's End, which is the continuation of that story. And uh, spoiler alert, folks, uh, 
Jack Sparrow died in the last one, and now fucking oh, our, our no. ragtag team of Barboza, Will, and Elizabeth, they have to go and find him to save From him. From, like, the, un- the afterlife oh. or something? Or the- yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you do? What would any of you be willing to do? Would you breathe the weird and haunted shores at world's end to fetch back witty Jack? Did no one come to save me just because they missed me? But a pirate was free to make his own way in the world. But our time is coming to an end. Why should I sail with any of you? Four of you have tried to kill me in the past. One of you succeeded. Our enemies have united and vowed to destroy us. You can fight and all of you will die. The pirate lords from the four corners of the earth. Welcome to Singapore. Must stand together. There's not been a gathering like this in our lifetime. And I owe them all money. That would never have worked out between us. Keep telling yourself that, darling. They know they face extinction. All that remains is where they make their final stand. Probably never work. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but and it's just an epic. It's an epic here, uh, because now why point, would Barbosa uh, want to help? them i don't remember that part it's (sighs) convoluted and we just need a reason to get them all back together again yeah yeah honestly honestly barboza was dead at one point then he came back to life so it's like who the fuck i don't i don't (laughs) (laughs) i wish i had a good answer for you i wish i had a memory like that um but uh yeah so and at the same time uh uh, Will wants to uh, free his father, who is uh, enslaved to to good old um, uh, Davy Jones. Uh, so, and at, the, at this point, the, uh, the the happy couple they were going to get married, uh, Will and Elizabeth, in, in the in the second movie. But then everything happened, and they didn't get married. And uh, at the uh, towards the towards the end of the the second movie, Dead Man's Chest, uh, Will sees uh, Elizabeth smooching with fucking Johnny Depp, Captain Jack Sparrow, Uh-oh. because she's trying to trick him to keep him on Davy Jones' ship. She fucking 
keep, keeps them there because a kraken searching for them and like they're on like a little rowboat and they're like we gotta get out of here and and he thinks that she's in love with him and this whole third movie she feels bad about that and uh and honestly she becomes a pirate king she becomes like a captain herself in this and uh she, she's pretty badass and uh out of these th- three movies i think at world's end is the most action-packed and uh most fun. Uh, then we move uh, to 2011. We got on Stranger Tides, which we don't even have those two kids anymore. We just got Barboza, Jack, and a new tag team, a uh, new ragtag team of people here. Uh, Death lies before us as we sail to the fountain of youth. You could guide an expedition. Ah, Jack Sparrow. There should be a captain in there somewhere. I hear a rumor. Jack Sparrow's in London. Hellbent to find the Fountain of Youth. Don't be a fool, Jackie. The Fountain will test you. Was that really necessary? Gentlemen, the Fountain is the prize. Mermaid waters, that be our path. She goes. What's your play, Jack? I thought I should give you warning. We're taking the ship. It's nothing personal. You might better off. You just stay out of it. There'd be dangers along the way. Firstly, mermaids, zombies, Blackbeard, the pirate all pirates fear. If I do not make it to the fountain. Neither will you. Is that it? I think so. Is it we can never meet without you pointing something at me? There's the jack I know. Fight to the bitter end! You know that feeling you get when you're standing in a high place, sudden urge to jump? I don't have it. See that because I will not be doing it again. This one um, uh, is about finding the fountain of youth and. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Jack Sparrow is uh, he, he's really not liked by anybody because he's a piece of shit. And uh, <laughs> Blackbeard is his enemy. And Blackbeard's daughter, um, Johnny Depp, turned his back on Blackbeard's daughter years ago. And uh, pretty much he has to help Blackbeard find the fountain of new youth. And uh, and there's some mermaids. And there's some mermaids. <laughs> it doesn't... Th- this it doesn't make any fucking sense. It's like, oh, we have three continuous stories that work back to back, and then this bullshit. Fuck this movie. It's a stinker. Oh. But then we jump ahead to 2017 to Dead Man Tell No Tales. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. Pirates had infected the seas for generations. So I vowed to eliminate them all. 
then there was this boy, Jack Sparrow. Follow him in. He took everything from me and filled me with rage. Stories of a mighty Spanish captain who was hunted and killed thousands of men. No, 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 men, no, 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 no. Pirates. Pirates. I once knew a Spaniard named something in Spanish. He's coming for you, Jack. Where is your ship? Your crew? Your pants? Jack. Move. I'm so sorry, were you still talking? There's nowhere to hide. Find Sparrow for me. From this moment on, we are to be allies. Considering where your left hand is, I'd say we're more than that. Uh -huh. Oh, monkey. For trouble. What a horrible way to live. You will pay for what you did to me. The men on that ship are looking for Jack, so I'm going to swim for it. Karina, stop that. No, 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 don't stop that. This has gone far enough. No, it has not. I saw her ankles. You'd have seen a lot more if you kept your cake holes shut. Yeah, getting once again, uh -oh. fucking Jack Sparrow is pursued by another devious captain, Captain Salazar, and uh, and then uh, there, there's all these fucking a whole bunch of bullshit goes down. <laughs> there, there's a uh, there, there's the Devil's Triangle, and there's a whole it, it, essentially it, it boils down to in my eyes, uh, Will Turner and Elizabeth. They 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 ended up uh, they ended up uh, getting married and having a kid. And uh, of course, Will, uh, if, you, if you don't know, uh, something happens with him. He goes missing and uh, the son is now of age to go out and find Captain Jack Sparrow to help find his dad, to bring his dad back to to him and his mother. And that, that's what the whole movie's about, essentially, in my book. And it's fun. I don't, you don't know. sound I, like I'd you like had fun. Really... <laughs> Just saying. This this movie should have been the fourth movie and then and, and the fourth movie should not have happened. Ouch. But it did. I don't know. Um, overall, I'm going to give the franchise all over on Disney Plus. I'm going to give it out of, out of four slices. I'm going to give the franchise three slices because, like I said, there's some duds in there and then they drag a bit. But overall, they're they're pretty you fun. You still they're, have a good time, enjoyable. though. Yeah, I, I remember the first yeah, three. I don't, yeah. To be honest, I don't think I made it through the last two. So I always wondered if they're even worth trying to trying to hit up. Does it even make sense to try to go get those? Because I feel like they kind of. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's worth seeing the fifth one and not the fourth one, okay. in my opinion. All but, right. Uh, yeah, that's Add my take. Yeah, it's but they're they're always about rescuing people, Dennis. You know anything about rescuing anybody? Uh, I personally have never saved a thing except for maybe some herbs from getting too dried out in the summer. Uh, but there is a, a 
incredible group of people that saved a soccer team in Thailand back in 2018. And this is the subject of the National Geographic documentary, The Rescue. Breaking news right now out of Thailand. Rescue teams are working through the night to save 12 boys and their coach trapped inside a cave. The monsoon had come early. The conditions in the cave were impossible. There was a very strong feeling that the children couldn't be still alive. We need expert cave divers out here. The Thai Navy SEALs put everything they had into it but only this group of people who do it as a weekend hobby has those skills. I was thinking this, this has actually got our name all over it. You couldn't see your hand in front of your face, trying to wriggle through holes that I couldn't wriggle through, finding a bigger space, sliding through, and then repeating again and again. We look into each other's faces thinking we may be the only ones that ever see them. Finding the boys was the easy part. They didn't have a clue how to get those kids up. We didn't think it was possible to dive the children out. We came up with the actual logistical plan. I told him that's a horrible idea. And then Rick said, what if it's the only idea? We were brutally honest. We promised multiple fatalities. It's about controlling your emotions and your fear. Panic is death in the cave. My mind was on overdrive. Oh my god, am I going to be good enough? If they die, it's going to tear me apart. If you don't die, everyone will die. I told the guys, this is a one-way trip. Once you start, you cannot stop. This was released back in uh, 2021, and it is available to you on Disney+. Plus. Um, this is, like I said, telling the story of the team that had to band together and figure out just how in the living fuck are they going to get 13 lives out of a cave that is filling more and more with water every day. They are losing oxygen every minute that goes by. I mean, you talk about harrowing tales. I mean, nothing gets more real than the stakes in this film. Um, we just jump right into the first report coming out of, all right, it's it, the word has gone out. These boys are stranded. They were out on a field trip swimming into a cave that unexpected, unexpectedly there was rainfall and it filled up really fast, like way more than it should have for the season. The cave was actually open in season at the time, um, but... Yeah, there was this unexpected rainfall, and the water level rose so high they couldn't swim back through the tunnels in order to get back to safety. Um, there was a team assembled of uh, Thai Navy SEALs that, frankly, they'd realized they just did not possess the the experience or the equipment to do this very specific type of uh, cave diving. They, you know, open oceans, one thing oil rigs, ships, all, all of this other shit they were like, they have, they have down. But this specific scenario, really, really tight quarters in absolute zero darkness where every, you're carrying everything on your back. There is no quick escape. 
it is hours at a time. I mean, this is some treacherous, treacherous stuff. And uh, they had determined they needed to get in touch with some of the greatest cave divers in the world, which were this group of uh, British divers who of all different makeups, different backgrounds, do different primary occupations, really. This is a hobby for many of them that they do on the side. And uh, it was one guy who's working at a diving school in Thailand who immediately volunteered and started jumping in and started getting in touch with uh, the people that he could. And the first group of the three divers comes out and they're trying to figure out the best possible way to get there. Now, by the time they get to where the boys are in the cave, they've been in there a week. And this is without any extra food, water, anything. They've been drinking cave water up to this point, surviving that far. But when these first divers get through, it took them like two and a half or three and a half hours to swim to them Jesus. in these just cramped tight quarters, only breaching for, you know, get it coming up for air in a couple of pockets along the way. And they're the first people they see. And he said they could not believe the resilience in this boy's faces. Not one of them shaking, not one of them in tears. All of them were just like, we're going to, we're going to stick through this. We're going to figure it out. Uh, the coach was help was like helping keep them calm, uh, organizing them to meditate together to try to keep their mind focused and off the situation. I mean, it is just incredibly powerful. They all right. So these these British divers get there, they get back, and they're like, "All right, you guys, we cannot fucking do this. There is no reasonable way. We need to try to figure out as many means as possible of doing this." I mean, they get thousands of people to start pitching in. They have water pumps trying to suck out the 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 water as it's coming in and like i said the monsoon season is coming literally every day the water rises um there's caves in there uh every day the water rises six inches and by the end of the ordeal they were in there 16 days um it, it it's just a terrifying situation, but it's incredible to see what a group of motivated people, when they band together, how they figured out how to, how to get to them. Getting to them was one thing. Then there was the task of figuring out how do we get them out? So along the way of getting to the boys, they had found there were these oil well workers that had, they didn't escape when the call came out, the water was rising. They too got stuck and they found them first. Well, in the 30 seconds they needed to, like they were only underwater. Uh, they said 30 to 45 seconds to swim them out of that first cave. Every one of them panicked and thrashed and every one of the, and it's like, there's no way. Yeah. You can't yeah. Blame them for that. The divers were like, there's no way we're going to have children get through two hours, two and a half hours of swimming in the same circumstances. And they survive if like it's, it's, if you were not trained for it. And it's like these other military divers, they aren't even trained for it and they're having a hard time. Unfortunately, there was a Thai diver who did lose his life uh, after trying to bring supplies to the boys. But because of the volume of stuff he was carrying, he, exp he used way too much air and he never made it to the last cave. And they unfortunately had to pull him, his, his body out. The, uh, the rest of the boys, though, thankfully, every one of them makes it out alive by the end of it. But my God, the circumstances in order for them to get to that point, it's just mind-blowing. And it, it it's incredible to watch. It is made up of uh, a lot of, there's a lot of interviews with the divers, uh, the Thai military, uh, some of the civilians involved, and then the civilian, the British civilian divers, basically hobbyists, who were just really, really into this specific kind of weird hobby, who ended up being the ones who like orchestrated the escape more or less. Um, 
And there was they had received backing from like I think a dozen nations. I mean, it was it was a fascinating story. It was beautiful to see what it takes or what what can happen when people band together. Um, the uh, it, oh, like I said, there you get the interviews. There are some uh, recreation scenes that actually feature the people who are in the the, the actual divers. So you, it's not actors that look like them. You're actually seeing all the people who are there. And um, and then you're seeing the uh, news footage uh, from the event itself, and it's just God, it, it is just incredible to to witness. Um, like I said, the rescue you can go check it out on Disney Plus. Came out uh, 2021. Uh, I'm gonna give it three and a half slices. I mean, it was it was a powerful film. Just to by the time you reach the end, even if you know you remember the story, I remember it vividly when it was playing out. I could not believe that they were able to pull that rescue off and to get to watch it in that much detail and that up close was a definitely a, a, a thrilling experience and a powerful one for sure. Yeah, I could only imagine that's kind of crazy to actually see firsthand all that stuff happening kind of in a documentary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't just the idea of it. Just, it gives me like, it makes my skin crawl of like what it must have been like to try to get through all that stuff. And, there's yeah one diver who talks about he loses his uh he l- accidentally lets go of his lead line as he's carrying one of the kids and he knows he's almost done he's only in his last few minutes of his dive and this kid's choking he can see his face is turning blue through his mask and he starts to panic and it's like fuck we're about to lose one of these kids we're, like the last one out and we might lose him oh my god no just that was Oh God, that was crazy. It's, it's intense. It's intense. Huh. Yeah. I'll talk about something a little less intense. Oof. Yeah. Oh no. Lighten us up. Lighten us up. L- lightly butter this next toast. I, I mean, it's light. A little, little jelly. It should be light. Uh, I, I got this, uh, this anime that came out a little while, uh, at this point, I guess two and a half, three weeks ago of, of this episode coming out called bell. Girls of song. Don't you think your mom would want you to be happy? Suzu! Come be in the picture with us! Happy? But how? Welcome to the world of you. You may not be able to start over in the real world, but you can start over in the world of you. With its unique body sharing technology, you was able to draw out a user's hidden strength. I can finally sing again. She made it on used global music charts, just as I expected. I'm so dead! Nobody in their right mind would ever guess that Belle's user is actually a mousy nobody like you. I guess it's true that everyone's hiding some kind of secret. Susie, something wrong? Why are you still here? Wait! Who is that? A dragon? This is typical internet behavior. Why does he do stuff that'll make people hate him? To preserve the peace in you, this creature must be disposed of. Who are you really? He's in danger. What? Wait! I have to help him. to do. How 
How are we supposed to find one person out of five billion accounts? Actually, there's something I've been meaning to ask you for quite a long time now. When the truth is revealed, what do you want to bet? No one will pay any attention to a single one of your songs. I want to hear Val sing! Yes, sing! Yes, sing! Suzu! Sing. Um, it's about this girl who's kind of an outsider. Uh, she doesn't really have any friends. She has one friend, and uh, she kind of it turns to this new social media platform called you, which is like this big immersive, uh, platform where like you can create your own avatar, but they somehow take a part of you. Like your, it like goes with your vitals and like, it kind of takes like the, the deep stuff oh deep down inside of you and brings Don't it out of you. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> and, um, so pretty much, uh, she becomes this, like world renowned or I guess in the, in the game uh, or the, the social media, she becomes this like singer. She like this big oh, pop shit. star okay. and everyone's wondering who she is and like where she came from and this and that, if she's real. And uh, one day she's having this big uh, concert. Um, and then like in the middle of it, this giant like dragon type creature crashes through this dome where it's taking place. And that's not supposed to happen. And like these like people are chasing him and like fighting him. And like, she's like, who is that? What is that? And like, then it becomes like her, and her friend trying to figure out who that creature is. And then she tries to find out where the creature is and like why the creature is so tormented and this and that. And uh, it, it kind of becomes a little convoluted because it, it leaves the fact that, oh, we got this girl, she's opening up. And then it's like, oh, now she's hunting down this creature. Kind of feels a little beauty and the beastie. Oh, and okay. I guess that's where the, the bell comes from. La bell and the bit. Um, like the, the beast doesn't really want to share anything with her. And then she finds out eventually uh, who the beast is and what's going on with the, the, the person who is in real life and what's Just going on with him and his family. She wants to try to help. Man. Well, there's some uh, there's some uh, family child abuse Christ. happening to him and his brother, and uh, yeah, it gets kind of dark, and uh, it, so it's interesting because like the, the, the anime. <laughs> well, that's why I said it was slightly okay, lightening okay. the toast a bit, um, but I mean overall, it's 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 a poppy, uh, colorful movie, right. and like like it, it blends different styles. Like the her life is kind of like your classic anime, but inside you, it's a little more animated and like more CG looking and it's different. They're blending a bunch of things okay. together, but I feel like they're trying to do too much in mm. this. And like, I liked it, but I feel like there's just doing too much. And like, as that's happening, there's also a love triangle happening outside of her, her friends. And she's kind of pulled, not her friends, her classmates. And she's kind of in the middle of it. And it's like, you guys are like putting four different things in here. And I just oh. wanted to see a lighthearted thing about a girl becoming a pop star. I thought, but uh, apparently not. Uh, but I mean, it's still a pretty good little flick. Uh, I'd give bell eh, two slices oh, of toast. All right, I, all I'd right. say. Yeah, not, not too bad. Not too great. Middle yeah, of the line you had me I mean, I've seen better the first half. Worked. And then it's like, Oh wow. It does sound like it's going kind of all yeah. over the place. It's like, all right. Yeah. Like literally the first, like, act the first half hour give or take is that and then it just drastically changes and it's like what yeah, the fuck but hey uh i'm gonna go with something uh, i guess could be considered a little lighter could be a little darker <laughs> uh this is the first of my movies uh 
here uh, from some Sundance. Um, Sundance. Which, if you're interested in anybody out there, Sundance, uh, they, 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 since COVID, they're pretty much online this year. Uh, I, there might be some in person stuff. I don't know. But um, starting last Thursday of our recording, going up till this Sunday, uh, th- the 30th, uh, there's going to be some more showings of things online and whatnot. But uh, this first movie I have is an A24 movie called After Yang. It's an absolute honor to get into Sundance. There's no other way of saying it. If you're finishing a film and you say, oh, we don't care about Sundance, of course everyone does. Like the gold standard just feels really special and you've become part of this Sundance family. When you get in, you are really excited because it matters. The aesthetic of the whole film was kind of set by working in Premiere and the whole Creative Cloud suite. We had just over 6,000 archival assets. We did all kinds of animations. We were able to flip between Photoshop and After Effects. It was such a powerful tool for us. The flexibility that it was able to offer us and the creativity, it was amazing. I feel most comfortable in Premiere. It's less bureaucratic than other softwares. Anything we can think of is literally like a few clicks away. We decided to use Premiere Pro because that's what I've always used. (laughs) I feel like sometimes Premiere's my right arm. You know, now we are one. When the pandemic hit, we barely felt the interruption when we went home. I actually was editing alone in my apartment the entire time. Everything was done remotely. The productions feature is a huge step forward for remote collaboration. Regardless of where you are in the world, you don't need everybody in the same place. I had an assistant working remotely as well. We were able to share projects, media, and it was seamless, thanks to the whole Creative Cloud suite. I love editing. It has really expanded my perspective on the world. If you can inspire people to act or think differently, what better way is there to make a living? Um, It stars uh, Colin Farrell, uh, Jodie Turner-Smith, uh, Justin M. Uh, Min, I don't know. Uh, it's about like it's like the the future, and uh, Colin Farrell and his uh, wife Jodie Turner have a, uh, a young Asian daughter who they adopted. And I guess it's not uncommon for like if you're adopting a child in this future to have like an AI robot to kind of be there to help out to raise so the kid feels a little safer at home, I guess. And uh, the girl is like attached to it. Like she loves it. The, the things there more than her dad, her dad works all the time. There's some like tension with the dad and the mom. And uh, eventually the robot uh, ends up breaking and it's oh, like, sure. Oh shit. They had a warranty, but that company doesn't exist anymore. They bought it secondhand. And like, so they're not able to fully get it fixed. And they discover that like, there's something in it that shouldn't be in there, like that was pulled out of like the following models and everything. Like, kind of the the robot kind of had like AI memories and stuff, and it was recording everything that happened. So like, there's this one guy that really wants to have control of it, and then there's like this other lady who wants to like put it in their museum, and it's like it ultimately comes down to Colin Farrell trying to figure out what he should do with it, and like ends up watching the memories of this robot, and like sees it had a previous life before because it was secondhand with this lady, but it was only a couple of days but he kind of goes deep into like this robot's life and like realizing oh shit i'm kind of not around for my family and stuff and uh while doing something yeah that's right okay uh, all right yeah yeah and like 
it's interesting because it's like slight futuristic and like, uh, but this this uh, premiered at Cannes last year and like there was a lot of buzz. So I'm like, ah, oh, cool, Colin Farrell. I, I like him. It's an interesting concept. Uh, so I'll check it out. But uh, I don't know. It didn't really it, do it, didn't it for sound me. Like it, uh, over. It, it it didn't. And I wish it did, but that's life. Uh, it's an hour and 41 minutes. Felt more like two hours ouch, and something ouch. to me, but I don't know. Uh, but it is what it is. I mean, I feel like it's fun. A lot of people, I mean, I don't feel like it's fun. It's not that type of movie. It's a sci-fi drama. Um, but a lot of people liked it. This is my take. I'm going to give After Yang, I'm going to give it Ooh, one and a half ouch. slices of toast. Uh, but like I said, it's it's an A24 film, so it's kind of an acquired taste. I that think. they can be. That is a fair assessment. Yeah. It is definitely not everyone's everyone's cup of tea, but I feel like you can often be surprised by what, you know, for good or for better or for worse, yeah. You 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 may not see it coming. I guess what what happens to you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this next movie I was kind of excited for because uh, it looked like it was going to be a uh, a college comedy type film. Uh, this movie uh, is called Emergency, okay. um, and it stars uh, R.J. Uh, Seiler. He was uh, I think he was the Black Ranger in the Power Rangers movie. He was a uh, in this phenomenal movie years ago, I like called Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl. He, he's in a lot of things here and there. Uh, this other guy, uh, Donald Elise Watkins, I've never seen him before, but I guess he's in okay. things. Uh, then there's this other guy, uh, Sebastian uh, Cochran. Uh, these three play college roommates. And then uh, this girl, uh, Sabrina Carpenter, who was in uh, that, uh, what the fuck was it? The Boy Meets World, the spinoff show, uh, Girl Meets World. Uh, so this is uh, like... Uh, about th- uh, three college roommates. Uh, two of them are African American, and they're uh, trying to get into all the college's big parties of the night uh, because it's like the uh, l- it's like a legend. You can't do it. Nobody's ever done it before. And there's like an African American hall in their uh, college where like the first African American people at the college to do certain tasks will get their picture uh, like put up on the wall here, and there'll be legends. And uh, so there's there's is a uh, we want to party. We want to go to all the parties. We want to be the first pr- people to do it. We want our names and plaques and pictures to be up. And uh, one of them, of course, is like your typical. He like really works hard. He's uh, gotten into a prestigious school. He's going to next year. He didn't tell his buddy because the buddy wants to move and uh, just live a life because uh, he's already done school. But uh, he's more of a partier. And like then they have another roommate who just kind of stays in and plays video games. He's kind of awkward and has a fanny pack. <laughs> so good. essentially, these two kids are going home to change before uh, they, they hit the parties. And they discover their front doors open. They're freaking out like, what the fuck? And then they see there's this white girl passed out on the floor and they're like, oh, shit, what's going on? Is she dead? What's We don't know who she is. The other roommate's just playing video games in his room, oblivious to all this. And then, like, the, the guy who is, like, of course, a book smart guy and, like, trying to live an honest life, he's like, let's call the cops. And, like, the other guy's like, hey, man, we're this isn't going to look look good. There were, there were, like, two black guys and, and like, uh, a slightly browner guy. They'll think we did something to this girl. Let's just fucking go drop her off at the emergency room. And it's like, all right, cool, I guess. And then hygienes are supposed to happen, and they do happen. Uh, and then we see the flip side. Her sister's at like a uh, frat party and looking for for this girl. And it turns out this girl is like a minor. She's like in the twelfth grade, uh-huh. and like she's visiting her sister. And and she's like, oh shit, we gotta find her. And they're trying to she like tries tracking her on her phone. And they're always like one step behind these of guys. Course. And like, of course. 
events are happening but i don't know there's it's more of a drama between these two friends coming to terms with the fact that they're kind of odd like an odd couple and like coming to terms with the one guy having to tell his friend hey i'm moving to another state and i'm not going to be able to be around you anymore and just like seeing how hard it is for like people to be african-american or another race in our country okay uh that's kind of more it's more it's more of a drama but it's kind of there's a lot of jokes sprinkled in here and there and uh it was pretty good uh it wasn't amazing i'm gonna give emergency two and a half slices of the test i think this is gonna be uh i think this one's gonna be coming out on like amazon prime in like i think march or june or something somewhere in, in closer to the summer i guess I know March isn't the summer, but I think it's some point in the summer. So, uh, yeah, check it out if you if you have the Amazon Prime, which I don't know yeah, who doesn't. These days. Um, yeah, and then let's see. So that that's two movies, and then this final movie I uh, checked out uh, is, is is called Fresh. It uh, stars uh, good old uh, Bucky Barnes, nice. the Winter Soldier, uh, Mister Sebastian Stan, and uh, this actress Daisy Edgar Jones. I guess she's in a bunch of little things here and there. Uh, it's about this girl who's kind of sick of dating, like using dating apps, because she's finding a bunch of losers and people she doesn't have any con- like common interest in, or just people who just want to bang. She wants to have a relationship, and she's finally given up on all that. And she's at the grocery store, and Sebastian Stan kind of hits on her he gets her number and she's like, Oh wow. I finally met a cool guy. And like they date for a couple of days and everything's going good. She's telling her friend all about him, And like, it's like, she's like, Oh cool. I want to, I want to see, uh, can I stalk him online? She's like, Oh no, he, he doesn't believe in, uh, social media, this and that. And the girl, the girlfriend's like, oh, that's kind of weird. And like, she's like, but here's a picture of him. She's like, Oh yeah, cool. He's, he's hot. This and that. And everything's looking good. And then he's like, hey, let's go away for the weekend. And she's like, cool. And he, he comes to pick her up. And uh, he's like, oh, it looks like there's going to be some traffic. Why don't we just stay at my place for the night? And then we'll head out in the morning. She's like, cool. They go to have a nightcap. And then, bam, she knocks. She, she's just knocked out. He drugged her. And then she wakes up, like, chained to a gr- to the floor. And uh, turns out that he uh, pretty much seduces women and uh, brings them back to this house. And... Uh, slowly cuts off their body parts and sells it for uh, cannibals and uh, turns it into meat. Yeah. But for some reason, he kind of has an attraction to her and he thinks there's a real thing going there. So he's kind of a little little less hostile to her because she finds out there's been other girls and like she can even talk to another girl that she's like can hear in another room. And uh, it's just kind of like a weird like psychological thriller. And at the same point, her friend her friend is like trying to find out what happened. She's like, I haven't heard from her. Uh, and like, she's kind of freaking out. She kind of tracks down this guy, find, finds a way to find him. And like, cause she realizes the way that her friends responding in text, AKA the winter soldiers texting as her making it seem. And she finds out that's not really the way we talk to each other. And, oh, that picture is like fake and this and that. So she's like trying to find her friend and it's just trying to see this girl. Like, survive and trying to like you can see she's trying to like figure out how to escape and like she's trying not to over like shoot her hand and it's 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 a really crazy like it's it's intense like i watched this movie it premiered at like i think it was like 2 30 in the morning or 3 30 so like about but it kept me i was awake the whole time like it was there was this fun thrilling like 
something keeping it going. And it, it was really good. So this movie is called Fresh. I'm going to give it three and a half slices yeah. of toast. It, it was really good. And like, yeah, it, it, it's great. You can kind of see at the point where she's about to get knocked out. Like you can tell like something he, she was drugged. Like once she gets hit, hit with the drugs, then they bring the title card in. And that's like, a half yeah, hour. Right. I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait to see where this is going. You won yeah. me over uh, with that one. Dude, so that's, for sure. that's it for that, me. This that week. Sounds oh, awesome. <laughs> well worth it and the acting is phenomenal in this like it, it's great and like they're like oh man I, I, I can't say too much because I don't want to spoil I feel like I might have said too much already but it's pretty intense like some of the stuff that the, the girlfriend goes through to try to find her like it's like oh fuck oh shit twist and turn here and there and nice yeah I don't know I can't nice. I can't wait till it comes out wider so people me can too. see it I'm, I'm definitely adding that one to the queue for sure <laughs> nice um, I think we have a TV show. Oh, to yeah, talk we got about, one more, one more chapter from the book, folks. Uh, if you're if you're interested, strap in. This is uh, episode four now of the Book of Boba Fett over on Disney Plus. I am not a bounty hunter. I've heard otherwise. I know that you sit on the throne of your former employer. Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. Yeah, um, we are we're picking right up as we're keeping the same kind of rhythm that we've been doing. Of we're we're moving through the timeline. Uh, at two different points simultaneously where we're, we're seeing him get to the point to where he became Boba Fett. Basically we're finally catching up to where we met him in uh, <laughs> Mandalorian, which is kind of nice. And then we're finally, yeah. we're, we're pushing beyond that point and seeing him, how, how is he going to hold the crown on his head? You know, like this, there's no way you can just walk in and take over this uh, um, territory. And then there was a piece of information I, I noticed that I thought was pretty important it uh, we finally get the reference. It's been many years that people now assume Boba Fett is dead. That 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 hasn't been said until oh, yeah. now. I I think that is that was important to notice because I feel like I would have honestly guessed it's only been a few months, not like many years. So yeah, that's true. I but see yeah, that. we are we are working our way to um, Boba has linked up with Fennec Shand. He's uh, saved her life. She's now a cyborg, and uh, we're, we're right. I didn't see that coming. Man. Oh, that I'm was shocked. that was intense. I was I was like, wait a minute, was she already? Did she already have robot parts? Because that's going to be a fucked right? up thing to wake up to. And, then, like, and it was. And then you kind of you think about it. You're like, oh shit! Like that could be interesting. Like I'm like maybe the way she's been talking and acting, it's like she could have been one all along. But yep. oh shit! No, she's not. Um, it's kind of cool. It's I, I love this. It's probably the strongest example of just how much of a badass Fennec Shand is. They, like she gets to shine all the mm. way through. Um, one scene I could have done without. One scene I thought was really fucking cheesy. Why is Boba Fett getting bested by this stupid little rat catcher droid? And we had to make it to like this. I enjoyed it. It was silly. I'm like. 
It, it works. That's what, they, see, that's what's game. funny is last week you're talking about like here's supposed to be the most fearsome bounty hunter in all the galaxy, and we're watching him get his ass kicked all the time. Uh-huh. And that's my one issue with this one this week. It's like the one highlight I feel we give Boba where he should have just like been able to just boom handle it. No, we got to get this whole sequence that I felt went on too long. Now I feel we get redeemed um, in that badass scene with the ship. We get to revisit uh, a couple of. In our retrieval of the Slave One, the infamous ship that Boba Fett flies, um, he gets to exact a little revenge on a, on a couple of a couple of things. Oh. That was pretty satisfying, I, I thought, on screen. Mm. Right, finally getting to. Oh, no, sorry. I, I, I... Oh no, 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 sorry, sorry. I'll, I was just going to say after you go. Sorry, you're, blown you're away the, that. Swoop gang that fucked up the the Tuscans that, d- that took such good care of him, <laughs> and then we get to revisit the Sarlacc yes. pit, the Sarlacc pit. Uh, mm. As as Aboba is looking for his fucking armor, he wants that shit back. And like even Phoenix, like, what? Why are we getting this ship down this far? <laughs> yeah. uh, what if it attacks? Is like it's dead. I killed it. No, you didn't. You I fucker. need to get closer. And and I of course, the, it wakes up, beak snaps. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta. <laughs> do some finagling, some uh, quick footwork. And then you hear it yet again. I, I mean, I guess it's because uh, Boba's hands were on the controls. He couldn't let go. Otherwise, the Sarlacc would have pulled him in deeper. But Fennec then jumping up and hitting the button for the concussion bomb. Like, I love that sound. I love. I always mm. love that sound in, uh, what is that, uh, episode two, I believe, when uh, uh, Django and Obi-Wan have that kind of that duel in the asteroid belt. And he drops a bunch of those bombs, that kind of like negative sound effect that they, they do. Always yeah. thought that sounded badass. Um, yeah, we, we're I feel like we're we're grabbing a hold of the reins. Bob was finally uh, gaining control of his position, and he's he's showing the local territory. He's he's the fucking man. He's the man now. <laughs> oh yeah. And they kind of explain, like, one of my things is, why why does he not have the scars? He looks better than he looked in uh, fucking Mandalorian. And they explain it. And it's like, all right, cool. Yep. All right, I can buy that. Good reasoning. And I like the the reason, like, I've always been like, why why is Finnick really sticking with them? Like, and, like, she even, she's set free. He's like, oh, you paid your debt, you can leave. And she's like, no, nah, I want to I wanna hang out. I want to help you. And it's like, all right, that's she cool. Sees- that's legit. Th- this episode won me over oh, nice. a little bit more. That's cool. It's funny we kind of like yeah. crossed lanes. We flipped lanes here Flip. a little bit. It wasn't my favorite episode, but it wasn't bad. <laughs> it's just so far of what we've seen, it was probably my least favorite. Um, is all, which isn't saying much. Wow. Okay. To, like I, you know, like no, no, no. It's all good. Four episodes. Exactly. Like I if mean, they were hey. all, if they were all three and a half, then this one was three. I guess is the worst I would give it. To be entirely honest, but too early to slice it all in but my in, for, in my book. Yeah. I still stick with my my theory of I think they should have had all the flashback be the first like three episodes and then bring us where we are, because I feel like we didn't have the means and the justification to care about some of the stuff that was actually happening in the present to me. I mean, maybe I just feel like if we would have done that, it might have played a little too linear. And then we would have been we would have been in the the, uh, three straight episodes of just being or two episodes, at least of just being in the Tuscan Raider camp, which I think that would lose a lot of guess the other they, audience that you kind of just brought in with Mandalorian, not the legacy audience. If they did that, 
I feel like they could have like trimmed down some of that stuff. We could have learned his bond and his training with those guys a little quicker. I felt like they drug it out a bit. In no, my fair. That's, that's fair. I feel like that's they could have I think we've, it we've honestly got a fair serving of that across a lot of the Disney Plus action offerings that we've been getting in their uh, Marvel and Disney series. Uh, the last couple of ones that have just kind of, yeah. there have been de- definitely, even in my favorite shows, there have been episodes that are just kind of like, this one kind of feels like we're kind of milking the story a little bit rather than really pushing it forward. Um, they're, they've mm-hmm. all been guilty of it, but I, I think but uh, right. we've been getting some pretty sharp stuff still. And th- this one included. Yeah. True. Yeah. I, I, I think, yeah, I think you're right. You're right. Be, it's just, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is what it is. But we got three episodes left. And like you said, we're catching yes. up to our storyline. So it's like, looks I'm like we're going to be meeting happen. an old friend uh, in this next episode, calling on some, calling on some homies to, to assist in the upcoming battle. Uh, what do you think? Think it's going to be Mandalorian? Or do you think we're, do we think we're getting Din or we're going to get some of our other, uh, we're going to reintroduce uh, Kara. <sighs> I uh, I don't know. There's so many things, so many so many areas they could go. It could be some of his bounty hunter friends from uh, previous films. That I don't know. Sick. That's the thing. Like if I've learned anything from watching Cobra Kai, you never I, rule it would anybody be nice out to see because now that we've uh, reestablished what the canon universe is, we actually can bring some of the other bounty hunter classic bounty hunter characters back to life. I don't. Think we watch Bosk hmm. die? Like I, I believe Bosk still is alive in this era, like in this uh, timeline. Um, Dengar should still hmm. be alive. He's just going to be a lot older than Boba. Um, the only ones that wouldn't be would be IG eighty eight <laughs> because uh, canonically he died on Bispin when Boba Fett got there first, waiting for Han Solo to show up because Boba Fett was the quickest to the draw. And can we? Can we can we talk about that for a quick second? Like, he wanted to, to like take down like fucking all the cats over there in, in Jabba's palace. But it's like, wouldn't if I was the one? I think I would want to go after fucking Han Solo. He's the reason I was in that Starlight pit. Why 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 no uh, why no hunting uh, or trying to get get it's to that, uh, that's, Han that's, Solo? Because that's the whole point of what he's yeah. saying. That's business. He was uh, that was a part of the job. He was true, hired by true. Jabba to be a part of his like entourage, and that's 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 the point he is trying yeah, to make to, to Fennec Shand and to the uh, that badass the the yeah. badass Wookie. Just uh, we, you got to stop working for Scugheads. They're not going to give a shit about you. You're going to die one day because mm. these guys do not care. You need to work for yourself, and that's yeah. I I think that's what that means. Yeah, yeah exactly. Whole, and it's just like story. he's not going to have any ill will towards Han Solo so much as he's mad that Jabba put him in that position or that yeah, he took that, that situation job to begin with. Yeah, exactly. There was no, I mean, Jabba was dead by that. He actually, he wasn't dead yet, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, did he know right. Jabba no, was The whole dead? thing yeah. that there was no reaction, there wasn't know. enough done. Yeah. It, it's that. Yeah. I think that's really the point of it. that. And which is why he didn't feel bad about the other dude tr- trying to kill him and then setting him free. It's just like, this is how it should be. That was the job. The job mm. is done. True. So we should all just like walk away and yep. go make our money. Like, collect Fair our enough. credits. <laughs> oh, man. I, but yeah, I, I hope something spicy oh, you know, and fun happens. You know, it's coming. You know, if it's not Harrison Ford, a CG young Harrison Ford showing up, 
with a, a four or five year old Ben Solo, then we're at least getting Din Jaren, and that's I'm saying that now. Well, I mean, we could probably still bring in Aaron Elkrich or whatever, age him up a little bit. I know it'd be kind of silly, but I mean, honestly, I feel like yeah, Obi Wan's going to be the logical move, so we can push that forward in that story. No, Obi Wan's dead though. But yeah, you never know. Oh, that's true. Fuck. Yeah. You can't you can't do Kenobi. Oh, you yeah, can't tip yeah, off Kenobi. Yeah. You actually can you can tip off Mandalorian or the Kenobi reference has to be something post mortem yeah. or Yeah, or they find back. something like maybe he finds Kenobi's hut. Maybe it's still standing. We know it's still mm. standing because yeah, I guess that's that's, that's actually where Ray goes to live, right? Or was that No, Ray finds the Skywalker ranch, doesn't she? Jesus. Anyways. I don't recall. Yeah. Which that's me. years down the road yep. after that anyway. Right. So yeah, well, that could just go on and on and on. But yeah. anywho. <laughs> yeah. You know how I be. Yeah. Well, you know, this show could go on and on and on, but I think we owe it to the fine folks that to we wrap should. things and up a bit. folks, if you haven't hoid, you're hearing it now. It's Movie Toast of the Festival 2. The festival. <laughs> Two. Electric Boogaloo. Now, here, here we are, folks, back at it again. Checking us out on filmfreeway.com. That is Movie Toast, the festival. You can slap that back on the end of your web address, or you just go to Film Freeway and search for Movie Toast, the festival. You will find us there for sure, as well as all the major social network platforms, uh, movie underscore toast on Instagram, Twitter. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube at Movie Toast News and Reviews. And always, 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 if you're able to, please, folks, go leave us a review over at Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think, how we're doing. Update a previous review, if you so please, if you need to. If not, let it remain, and it shall stand the test of time, and it shall be the badge of honor that we carry. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Dennis, uh, if I, if I don't if you don't mind me jumping in really quick, I'm the one who said we should move the show along, and you're ending it, which makes sense. But I got to say, as you were talking about movie tales, the festival, uh, we have already gotten some really great submissions. So uh, yes. please don't be shy. Like there's some good stuff coming in. We want to see even more because we got a whole program to schedule here, and uh, it's it's of course our online digital short film festival. So if you got a short, anybody you know has a short, you're associated with one. Definitely tell them to check us out. We're fun. We got some good reviews of our festival on the Film Freeway site from some uh, previous uh, toasties who made films. Uh, so please, we we wanna we wanna see your stuff, and uh, we don't want it to go by the wayside. I mean, sure, it's not by the wayside, but we we, we feel like we can help broaden your audience a little bit. Sorry, that's all I wanted to say there. Oh, My good, apologies. Man. Of course. Now we, we want to get get your eyeballs, your eyeballs on other people's work, other other eyeballs on your work. Absolutely. Um, of course, the only way that all of that can happen, though, is if you come back here, tune in every Thursday, and stay toasty. Yeah, and guess what? Christopher Walking could even show up to this festival because you don't got to wear pants. You, you don't you don't have to wear any clothes, I guess, because you're you're sitting on a computer. We prefer it if you do, but uh, yeah. Well, enjoy the uh, the week, everybody. <laughs>